And that's how the theme song goes. Hey, welcome back to C+. Nope, the Constitutionals. Second week in a row, I've gotten that wrong. Welcome back, Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad White. This is the, if you didn't know, this premiere podcast for the comedy website, cpluscomedy.com. It's a website. Go there. <laughs> that's a new tagline. That's a new tagline to the website. It's a website. Go there. Instead of the the one that I haven't used in a long time, mediocrity at its finest, it, it, <laughs> C+ Comedy. It's a website. Go there. <laughs> welcome back this is already off the rails uh welcome back to the c plus god god bless america constitutionals okay let's move along let's go on to the first topic uh here we go okay so uh i want to i want to get this off my chest first i want to i want to do this first i have i've i've all week all week this is monday <laughs> it's already monday Jesus, for for a couple of, for about a couple weeks now, I've been planning on going to a set of concerts that happen to be within the same time frame, within the same week of each other, and the, right this is that week that it's happening right now. So I've already been to to two that have already happened. Uh, they're wonderful. I'll recap them in a second, but I have maybe one, maybe two, maybe two. I definitely have one more to go to on Wednesday, but uh, maybe another one tomorrow. The day that this comes out, which is Tuesday. So because I'm recording on Monday night. So anyway. First two concerts, I want to describe my experience. They were wonderful. I've only been to maybe one concert ever, and that was in college. I visited Athens, Georgia to see Donald Glover uh, or the Childish Gambino perform music from his album Camp. Let me tell you, <laughs> thinking about it, but it was great. It was great when it happened, but thinking about it now, that music does not really of uh, work you know uh seven years later as opposed to when it came out when it was great it was fantastic music but anyway uh so i went to my i, I decided a month ago a month or two i said i'm gonna start i want to go to a concert i didn't really say that i, didn't, I sat down i sat down looked myself in the mirror i said chad i want to go to a concert no i i i listened to this band i listened to a lot of indie bands and i think man these indie bands are great uh, I, I when I write, I listen to indie music, and I think because uh, it's wonderful. Because it's not, I it's, if I I can't write to Kanye because it's too too heavy because he has so much so much to say, and then uh, I can't I can't write to you know pretty much anyone else. But if I write to some band like Girl Pool that nobody knows except for people who know Girl Pool, <laughs> then it feels it feels much better. Right now I'm on Best Coast, and I am missing the Best Coast play tonight with Paramore, well, before Paramore, they already, they've already got up, and I assume Paramore's up right now, and Paramore's might be about an hour into their set, I'm not a fan of Paramore, I do like Haley Williams, did not know she contracted the drummer, the bassist, and the guitarist, everybody else is a contract, except for her, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Best Coast is great, go listen to the music, Best Coast, wonderful, Best Coast, all right, anyway, uh, so I went to, on Saturday, I went to Center Stage in Atlanta, Georgia, Drove down there, parked at my work, took a nice Uber, five buck Uber over to center stage by myself. Great, wonderful time. And I saw Mr. Wives. It's this is a little indie band. <laughs> now they're, I guess now they're, they're, well, not huge, but they're bigger. And uh, I, I went to see them. It was wonderful. It was, it was fantastic. It was this environment full of people who were just ready to sing these songs <laughs> that, uh, it was, it, the weird part is the, I'm going to go ahead. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't, rightly know the names of the the people it was a connect the dots tour and uh, they said atlanta was the best city i'm sure they said it's every city but mandy who is the lead singer 
uh, possibly the only singer because <laughs> that's all the songs I've heard. I own both the albums and uh, never heard anything. Uh, never heard any of the other guys sing. Uh, I own three albums, right? Yeah, three because it's three. Yeah, no, two. It's the EP. An EP was Reflections. Anyway, so uh, Mandy, Mandy Lee, great singer, wonderful person. She led this band. They all did such a fantastic job. They got the saxophonist guy up there who also plays some type of synth. They got the bassist. They got the guitarist. And they got this keyboardist. And it is wonderful. It was great. It was. It, they're an indie pop band. Alternative dance music is what Wikipedia is telling me. And they uh, think 21 Pilots or Panic at the Disco. Um, that's who they've opened for. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. But she, she got on stage. She led this place full of energy. Uh, I was down in the pit. I didn't know where to go. I walked in and I freaked out and I said, I got, I got, I don't want to sit down. <laughs> I don't <laughs> There, there is open seats everywhere, but there's too many people for me to go. <laughs> Let me sit in this seat. So I just said, I gotta go to the, I gotta go to the pit. So there was a huge pit in front of the stage. I sat down in front of the, in, I'm not sat down. No, I stood in the pit, uh, right as the band that was opening up for them, small pools, small pools. Is that what it's called? I wanted to go ahead and see uh, if it was small pools. Small pools, yes. So they finished, and <laughs> and now I'm just standing there alone in this sea of people, and uh, it was great. I stood there for 30 minutes. <laughs> this is me describing what if this entire podcast is me describing what I saw for 30 minutes. No, the there was a guy and his uh, gay friend behind me. And they were talking about their recent Tinder conquest to each other. So the gay guy talked about this uh, dude he went to go see, and, uh, and and that was that was fine. But this is the, his straight friend <laughs> talked about the deepness of his date's genital area. And I mean deep, as in from finger to forehead to forearm. It was really strange. I'm not gonna. Get, this is a clean show. I'm not gonna get. <laughs> this is a clean show. I already described how something dirt, how dirty. Anyway. Uh, it was not, it was, it was very strange. Um, and I had to, I, st- I had to stand there and listen to this entire conversation <laughs> about this, this guy, <laughs> it was such a strange thing. Oh my gosh. If I could say some words that I'm thinking right now, it, uh, I would, it would definitely make the story more clear, but he just described a lot of weird things. Um, but it was great. I had a, a really good time. Mandy sang and. And uh, they did Reflections, which is my favorite Mr. Wives song. I was really hoping they'd do that. Uh, she, they played a new song, one that I never heard. They said, she said, this is a new song. And then everybody just kind of stood in awe and watched. And then she said, there's another new song. And then Reflections starts playing. And if people start freaking out, I swear, somebody punched somebody behind me. <laughs> and it was, it was great. Uh, I'm pretty sure, a thousand percent sure, I, a lot of people near me, and uh, as did I, we all smelled uh, the marijuana, and I, I <laughs> once we started sniffing, everybody turned <laughs> to basically our right, and we could we could smell it. It wasn't a vaporizer; it was somebody had lit something, <laughs> and it was very powerful and very strong. I don't know what happened to that person; they probably didn't get in trouble. So there was that, and then yesterday, uh, which was Sunday when I'm recording this, I'm recording this Monday yesterday. Sunday night, went to see 
a bunch of uh, people I went to high school with, a bunch of uh, what people would say, my friends. I went to go see them perform at the the same venue. It was so strange. Uh, actually, right next door. But it's the same venue, same building, and everything. It was crazy. And it was, I got to say, it was, it was one of, it was this great experience to, to, oh my gosh, just to, just to see these people I went to, I grew up with, played football with in some cases, uh, hung out with, you know, on the weekends or whatever. And just to see them play music that they made with their own hands and brains and stuff. <laughs> I'm really good at describing things. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to say some names and you're going to, this is what you're going to do. I, there's 22 or 24. I don't know how many subscribers there are to this stupid show. I don't know why you're listening. There's 24 of you. I suggest you go download all. You go download this music. All right, because it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Okay. So, uh, the first the first band I played, two friends of mine, Suede Cassidy. They they were wonderful. I know the guys. They played some nice, good, alternative R and B. I would describe it, or maybe. Uh, neo punk hip hop i don't know it's it's, it's a uh, very it's good i'll tell you that much it's very good it's good i enjoy it it's like uh khalid meets uh, the weekend but like only the beginning parts of the weekend <laughs> and some travis scott uh and yeah yeah that 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 all makes sense and then uh, I have, and then I said uh, a, a quad, a quad, a quad. I was gonna say quadroon, and that's just a that's a racist term from the fifties. A a quad, a team, a team of guys, <laughs> ism. They did what they did was they they all performed separately, and then they one of them, two of them featured on one song, or all three of them featured on one song. It was uh, God, it was amazing how they how they, and I say this as. Uh, a fan who's pretending to not be their friend right now. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to back up at this point and say that this um, objectively, it was just fantastic just to see uh, all three acts mainly, but to see ISM ism is what I'm going to say from that one to see them come out and do one, one and then one, two and then three. And then uh, it, it was amazing. It was great. It was fantastic. So it's basically two rappers uh, with distinct styles. One's kind of, faster if imagine Migos but they're <laughs> but but <laughs> Quavo <laughs> they all don't have that same uh, uh three-step rap style uh, uh Quavo goes goes uh, fast offset is is a very slow methodical and then takeoff is an R&B singer so imagine that <laughs> it's oh god I can't imagine that but Imagine that. That's how it worked. Uh, they did wonderful, wonderful job. It was great. They did. They they set the party off, uh, as did Suede Cassidy. And then moving on to the final, the final group was Genesis, uh, Genesis Order, I believe. And that was uh, another another three people. I only knew only knew one of them. I mean, two of them. <laughs> I only knew two of them. I didn't know there was a woman in the back. I didn't know her name, uh, but she did a great job too. And everybody on there, they were rap. It was kind of, I would guess. In the vein, I would guess. Uh, in the vein, there, hmm, maybe like odd, like ASAP Mob and Odd Future, but only the hard parts. It it sounded grungy. It sounded a little disgusting, like you're scraping the walls and stuff. Which is that's not a negative thing to say, but it was wonderful. It was great. I enjoyed myself. Uh, I bought a T-shirt, which I never ever do. I I hate. 
I love supporting things monetarily, but I don't like buying clothes. But this time I had to. It's a great shirt. It's got the Genesis Orders logo on it. Uh, I'm glad to support all of my friends. They, uh, it's wonderful. We, uh, I'm getting serious here for a second, but we all <laughs> grew up in a city that just happened to spawn so many fantastic talents, even if they're not realized yet. There's, yeah, sure, a couple of them uh, are already famous. You know, some people have played football. Some people are in the music business who, who came out of Roswell. But everybody did a fantastic job. Everybody's doing a fantastic job. And I wish nothing but the best for my friends because that is wonderful just to see them. I I was being present at both of those shows. It was amazing just to, you know, not have to, especially being alone at Mr. Wives, just to be there and experience this little tiny redhead fireball hopping around on stage with a bassist, a guy playing a saxophone, a guy playing a trumpet and a guy on a guitar standing on top of a speaker and just wailing, wailing along to a song or or to see these people that I grew up with that I hit the field with. Uh, just doing these, having saying these words and putting them in a more concise manner uh, than I'm doing at this present moment in time. Uh, it was great. It was wonderful. And I could not wait to just come and sit down and sing praises as they rapped praises about the world around them. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe I went to college for writing? And <laughs> this is why I don't have a full-time job. Uh, so, anyway, did that. It was great. Uh, I'll move along. I don't have, I have a seven other topics I want to talk about, but uh, they're not really important. Uh, let's move on to the fall TV season. Fall TV season. All right. So tonight, Monday, September 25th, uh, today is the, today's the start of the fall TV. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I'm very tired. I didn't get any sleep this past weekend. It's crazy. I didn't get, I got zero. I don't know what's wrong with my body. Once I laid down, I got home from the Mr. Wives concert Saturday at like 11 and I laid down. I could not go to sleep until 2.30. I got up. I played a video game. I watched part of the Tree of Life. I watched Ice Age Collision Course. And I couldn't go to sleep. And then at 2.30ish, I started getting drowsy. I know I hit the sack at, at least three o'clock because I woke up the next day at eight. It was bad. And this morning I still went to the gym and I only got four hours of sleep. Oh, it's crazy. Anyway, moving on. So the fall TV season started today. Uh, and so the shows that premiered tonight were Young Sheldon, me, myself, and I, a bunch of new, a bunch of new seasons and everything like that. Uh, but this, uh, I'm really, I'm really more worried about the shows that I have to review. Uh, next week, I've already seen the pilots, but next week are Ghosted and The Mayor. And uh, I, I will say, I will go ahead and uh, give my early verdict on both of those. The Mayor, which was stars Brandon Michael Hall, is that his name? He was on Search Party. Brandon Michael Hall. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Yes, Brandon Michael Hall. Wow, Jesus. I only, I've only known that kid for... kid. He's older than me. I've only known that guy for a couple of months now. But he was... He was on a search party. It was... Uh, search party's a great show. Got John Early, all you shock at, and a bunch of other... Fun, everybody's great on the show. But he's, he's, a, he's a guy who's a young rapper, 
and uh, in his local town, and he runs for mayor, puts his name on the ballot, and he wins. And let me tell you, this and it's uh, the show's produced by David Diggs, created by oh boy, I don't know who's created by. Anyway, so he uh, so what I liked about this pilot is within the first five minutes, all of this happens. There is it's there's no BSing. There's no waiting to the end of the pilot and saying you got elected to the mayorship to mayoral. <laughs> You're a mayor now. It's uh, five minutes. He's rapping, and uh, he says, "Hey, I'm I'm the." <laughs> I gotta go to this d- debate because I'm pr- I'm promoting my thing, and, and then people like the mayor, and it's, it's so good. Uh, I'm not gonna, but I'm finished there. I'm not gonna spoil my review because I still have to write. Uh, moving on, Ghosted. Ghosted stars Adam Scott of uh, you two, you talking you two to me fame, <laughs> you two talking you two to me, and uh, my uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson, uh, very funny in that show. Uh, Adam Scott, also very funny, and I, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show that I don't want to give away what I think about it. It's okay. I, I did enjoy my time with it, but it moved extremely fast, and I'm gonna chalk that up to it being a pilot. But it uh, moved extremely fast, and it set a lot of things up, a lot of exposition. <laughs> I mean, when you watch a pilot, you expect exposition. <laughs> like in uh, the mayor, he there was a lot of there were a lot of lines like you're you're a young rapper and you grew up in this town and you want to be the mayor and that's fine but when you, but for ghosted it was a lot of in your face exposition and I get which is fine because I think they're aiming for kind of a Ghostbusters feel eighties eighties sci fi movie feel which they kind of nailed in the pilot with the music and the composition, but that's all I'm going to say about that. So go ahead and watch those shows. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. They were both on Hulu for a very short time, maybe like a week. Yeah. And uh, so me, myself and I, so I haven't seen it yet. I want to watch it. It's been recorded tonight. I will watch it tomorrow. Have the reviews up. <laughs> I don't know when. And young Sheldon, which uh, CBS, I know they want to really bank on that big bang theory fame, but I don't know. Uh, so, there, so there's that, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine returns this week, and I think New Girl for its truncated season. No, the Mick, it's the Mick, because the Mick leads into it, and that's so strange that I know that. Um, and then we have also got so Vice Principals, <laughs> Vice Principals has already been back, and I think what show is that? What show am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm comes back in a couple weeks. Uh, I want only want to mention comedy shows right now, but Lethal Weapon is definitely one of my favorite for TV police procedurals of the of the last season. It's wonderful. Everyone that show is great. You got Damon Wayans just acting a fool. It is as as a uh, Murtaugh. Oh my gosh, that show is so wonderful. Oh, it's so good, so good. All TV season is just just gonna be outrageous there's and and i've mentioned this if you've ever watched news time and i don't know why you haven't because i pimp it all the time on this stupid prod podcast the stupid podcast is a pro, it's a podcast about uh, uh, prodding prodding cows really popping those peas there um but john Langraft is the head of fx the tv channel fx which is also owns the sister channel fxx which was supposed to be just a comedy channel but they ran out of comedy stuff to air and now they air a lot of action stuff which is very true i've noticed it from the day they started airing things so and why would better things and all why is better things on 
regular FX as opposed to you're the worst being on FXX. It's so strange. So anyway, I don't know. If you're going to have a comedy channel, just put everything comedy on the comedy channel and ugh, whatever. Anyway, so FX head, John Landgraf. That being said, and yeah, why is it land on FX too? That being said, John Landgraf, if you would like to give me a show, I have several ideas. And if you're listening to this, why are you listening to this? <laughs> I'm sure there's many other things you can be doing with your life. Uh, but he said, he's been saying for the past two years that we're in the peak TV season. And this year is going to be no different. Last year, I think there were 465, don't quote me on that, new, brand new, out-of-the-box TV shows. Don't quote me on that. I haven't I, On news time uh, this year, I've already done three separate stories on it. Each different, and it's uh, it's great. I love I love doing news time. News time this week is great, but so yeah. So there's uh so there's that. So there's gonna be there's gonna, I, I I guarantee there's there's gonna be way more comedy shows than need to be. I know I noticed last year that there were too many dramas being made. So now I think they're gonna even out. I guarantee they're gonna start evening out because Fox needs uh, half hours. Uh, after New Girl ends, it's and it's truncated eight episode season or whatever, and uh, ABC just cannot stop picking up comedies. <laughs> NBC needs comedies, and so it's CBS and ABC who are kind of leading the comedy pack. And I think Comedy Central just keeps picking up shows no matter what. And then we got the Paramount Network coming in January, which is going to replace both Spike and Esquire, and and because Viacom doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, but that being said. Heads of Viacom, if you're listening to me, I would love a show on the Paramount Network. I am ready. January 2018, I will have it ready by then. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. Uh, so, yeah, so we are in a peak TV kind of world, and there's just going to be more and more shows. And I, I, I think that, it, I mean, it's good. It's good for everybody. You know, YouTube Red's going to pick up comedy shows. They already have Rob Hubel's show is premiering sometime soon. Um, True TV is going to pick up shows. Uh, Billy on the Street is going <laughs> to somehow exist uh, at some point. Uh, maybe on the web, most likely, because Billy's a very busy boy. If you didn't hear, if you didn't read the story, Billy on the Street is not going to be a TV show anymore. Billy's too busy acting. He's got to continue doing stuff. Um, Amazon's probably going to start picking up broader comedy shows instead of shows like One Mississippi, which kind of only relate to a certain group of people who watch Tignataro already. You're not going to get new Tignataro fans. Oops, hit the mic. Out of one Mississippi. Uh, no offense to, you know, that. And then uh, Hulu. Hulu's going to pick up some more comp. They've, oh, they better. They, if they don't pick up bajillion dollar properties from CISO, which is dead, then I'm going to be so gosh darn peeved. So real peeved, man. So peeved, guys. But they definitely should do that. I think it would be great. Uh, they definitely do. After many project ends in a couple of months, they're going to need more comedy shows because they only have difficult people. They canceled the awesomes from Seth Meyers and uh, who, uh, many projects ending soon. Moon Boy. I don't know what that is. This is all off the top of my head, by the way. I'm legit. I'm not looking at a list. They Deadbeat's been canceled for about two years now. So I honestly, I can't think of any other half hour. They can pick up happy endings. They should pick up happy endings. Just saying. I will sell my soul for happy endings. I will sell three children for happy endings for just one more season. <laughs> so stupid. Why would you jump? I would sell my soul and three children. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then, and so what else is coming this fall TV season? I don't know. Oh, The Good Place is back on. I'm very happy about that show being back. Superstore is going to return. I haven't really watched that show, but I've seen a couple episodes, and everybody's very funny on that show. Every time I've ever seen it, I've laughed. And I can't, 
I think that's, uh, let's see what other fall TV shows. Fall TV shows that are coming to here. We've got a complete list of new and returning shows thanks to TVGuide.com. TVGuide.com, your grandpa's favorite website since the Confederate website. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> Ooh, Chad, look what you did. <laughs> okay, so we've got oh, AP Bio starring uh, Glenn Howerton from what's it called always sunny in philadelphia i watch the show every day i don't know why i couldn't remember the name uh, so that's gonna be a great show it's got Patton oswald and i think judy greer in that show don't call me on that one but that's gonna be another half hour on nbc and then we've got brooklyn 99's coming back tomorrow night uh by the book is a show about it's gonna be a half hour comedy Multicam. That's what I was gonna say about a guy who's trying to live by the principles of the Bible. I don't know what Champions is. Uh, a lot of these shows are mid-season too. So, oh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend returning. Oh my gosh, October thirteenth. I cannot wait. That show is so wonderful. If you haven't seen it, go watch it, please. It's a fantastic show, and I really, truly, genuinely love it and enjoy it. And it's one of my favorites. Fresh off the boat returns next Tuesday. Then we got the Goldbergs this Wednesday. We got uh, great news is coming back on Thursday. That's what I was forgetting. Great news. It's uh, it's really fun. I, it's really enjoyable. I really love that show a lot too. I Zombies coming back next year. Jane the Virgin is. Re- <laughs> this is why. <laughs> CW. Sometimes they do great things. Sometimes they do really really crappy, the worst possible things. They and they did that. Uh, once they moved, uh, what's it called? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, just talking about it. They moved Crazy Ex-Girlfriend to Fridays last season, and then this season they're moving Jane the Virgin to Fridays too. So there's two of their heavy hitter shows. Well, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is really kind of a cult thing that you know only people who watch the show before are watching that show. But Jane the Virgin is probably their one of their highest rated shows, and they move it to Friday nights. Why? Because they want to put uh, some other drama up top bef- uh, right after, what's it called? Supergirl. So they move their two strongest female-led and feminist-driven shows, the arguably the two most strongest ones in broadcast right now and probably in cable. I will put my foot to that. <laughs> and in streaming, I'll put my foot to that too. I'm going to start saying that. Um, and... They they move it to they move them broke to Friday night. Those are the two strongest shows on television right now in any television plate uh, plate any television plane right now. Move them to Friday night, and instead uh, on on Mondays you're gonna have Jane not not Jane they're gonna have Supergirl and they're gonna have a show called Valor. I think that's what it's called Valor CW. Uh, yes, it is called Valor, and it is about a a woman or something like. That. It's it's a military drama. That's all I know. It's about a woman in the military. And Supergirl, if you know my problems and my quibbles with the DC TV shows is that and the CW DC TV shows at that is that they make them they romanticize them. They make the the women very weak, even though they say Supergirl is the most feminist, strongest TV show on the on the planet of the earth. No, every single episode is her. I like this boy and I can't do this without this boy liking me. And I can't do this because I'm Supergirl and I'm so weak and stuff. Every single episode is her saying some form of that. And then her stupid friends. And her stupid family telling her that she can do it, and then she eventually saves the day. And that is how every episode goes. Prove me wrong, I dare you. The first season was the best, and then every season after that went downhill. And that's how Glee went, and that's how this show's going. 
But Jane the Virgin, Supergirl, love them so much. Flash, wonderful. Arrow, uh, very good, but Arrow needs to really tone it down. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? DC's Legends of the Cosmos. <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> What what did they do? They traveled through time. They traveled through space. They're like Doctor Who, but for superheroes. That's okay. Kind of wishy-washy. And Supergirl is crap. But I still watch it. Don't know why. Because I want to see I want to see this uh, four part event that they're gonna have. I don't understand why Black Lightning can't be a part of the universe. Read up on that too. They the Black Lightning's in a different universe. I don't know why. (laughs) So uh, uh, anyway, uh, Kevin probably saves the world. Is a show on ABC. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's it's not a comedy. I don't. I'm gonna stop talking about it. Um, L.A. to Vegas. It's another. That's another Fox show mid season. Fox only ordered two comedies last season, which were The Mick and something else. The Mick and something else. I don't know. I can't really remember. See, that's the problem. They they need to order more half hours. Uh, last Man on Earth returns October 1st, which is next week. Um, and let's see. Let's see. Life and Pieces, November 2nd. Oh, I love that show so much. It's so nonsensical it doesn't it's just it's a show you can turn on and it won't affect your life either way it won't make it better it won't make it worse it just keeps everything uh man with a plan kevin uh james's show that's not kevin james show but it's a different show i thought man with a plan got canceled um marvels and humans <laughs> that's a friday night show boy they do not have any <laughs> they're not they they know that show's gonna fail and let's see, me, myself, and I, this night, and the Mick returns on Tuesday today, or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, the Middle returns for its final season next Tuesday. Oh, I'm so sad. Modern Family returns this Wednesday. Then there's Mom, and let's see, let's see. There are three NCIS shows that are on concurrently. My God, I would be on NCIS in a heartbeat. Yeah, New Girl returns this Tuesday for their truncated season. I wonder how many episodes they're going to have. Well, I should probably look that up <laughs> at some point. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Riverdale returns. Oh, God, that show. Uh, Saturday Night Live is back this season as well. This season, of course, they're back. Uh, Saturday Night Live and The Simpsons both return this weekend. Speechless. So wonderful. Go watch it. Uh, I will not say anything else. Just go watch it. Uh, returns on Wednesday. ABC has another mid-season show called Splitting Up Together, which is going to come come on TV mid-season. Uh, which is what I said before, Superior Donuts it returns in a couple of weeks. Superstore, also a couple of weeks. Going to keep going down this road, and it's going to load. Okay, This Is Us is Tuesday. Not caught up on that. Who cares? The Trial and Error is coming back on mid-season. Good for them. I like that show. Oh, Valor, crap. Whose line is it anyway? Is gonna, uh, and Will and Grace is coming this, uh, what's it called, Thursday. And then Young Sheldon's tonight. So, that's your fall TV preview. I gave all the knowledge on the shows that I knew. It's a very long episode. Wow, good for me. <laughs> That's what I do. I congratulate myself sometimes. So there's that. And uh, and so I want to close this out. Close out. Close this out. Close this episode out with a very special topic. I was thinking about this on. When I was listening to the latest episode of Hannibal Burrish's show uh, podcast, The Rambling Handsome Rambler. Rambling Yambler is what I'm going to say. Uh, and uh, he was talking to Chris Rock. And I realized that Chris Rock is definitely, probably definitely one of my favorite comedians of all time. And I wanted to do a segment every from now on at the end of these episodes and talk about my favorite comedians of all time. And right now, I'm going to start it out appropriately with Chris Rock. Chris Rock is definitely 
one of my favorite people to ever do anything in terms of, uh, you know, comedy. He's uh, very funny. And I can't believe that I still have not pulled up his Wikipedia page. At the end of this sentence, I pulled it up. It's fine. So uh, Chris Rock is, uh, he was, he, my history with him is I've, I've listened to him since, I don't know, since the early 2000s. Uh, let me give you a little, little just tiny uh, news about myself. I, I've always had a TV in my room. <laughs> so I was raised on television, uh, when, whereas everybody else was raised on going outside and playing. So, uh, which is probably why I work out a lot, but I, 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 uh, so I would watch and I, my TV was never police. So I would always watch the stuff I probably shouldn't have been watching. Like I watched, uh, Chris Rock, for instance, I watched his standup specials. I watched bigger and blacker way too soon. <laughs> I was probably, that came out in 99, I believe bring the pain came out in 96. So let's see. I'm going to look at this up. Look at this up. So, yeah, uh, Bigger and Blacker came out in 99. I probably saw it when I was in grade school, so maybe fourth or fifth grade. Uh, and it was playing on Comedy Central. And then I watched, I have never seen his first one, uh, Big A Jokes. Uh, and let's see, Bring the Pain, I've, I've 100% seen that. Uh, never Scared, and then Kill the Messenger. And he's Kill the Messenger is the one where he went to three different cities. Uh, it was fantastic. It was wonderful. And uh, he did. He won Emmys for that. But he went to London. He went to New York. And he went to Johannesburg up there, up there, <laughs> up there in Africa. You, you want to go up there to Africa <laughs> in South Africa? You want to go up to South Africa? <laughs> so stupid, Chad. And uh, he's just he's just had one of the one of the careers that I wish that I'd have at his age. Uh, he he's a very funny guy. He's always done some uh, weird and crazy stuff. And his his television career is amazing. He's been on SNL. He was on in Living Color for six episodes. And he was he had his own TV show, The Chris Rock Show, uh, that he did on HBO. He was. He hosts a bunch of award shows. He's friends with a bunch of other comedians. And I just think that he's definitely, uh, he produced Totally Biased with W. Kamau Bell after FX canceled it, you stupid idiots. Uh, but he's definitely one of, and now Kamau Bell has an Emmy. Good for him. I'm so happy for Kamau Bell. Anyway, <laughs> because of his CNN show. And now, uh, and now he's now he's just touring around and he's about to shoot another special or something for Netflix or whatever. And I just he he really he means a ton to me. You know, you you never you never I think I don't know if I've ever told the story, but I want to I'll, I'll talk about it next week. Uh, it's just a story about Robin Williams. Uh, and you never know how much of a comedian means to you until they're gone. So uh, anyway, uh, but Chris Rock is one definitely one of the most influential comedy people in my life he wrote, and then he wrote top five and he directed top five i just i love that movie so much it's so great it's just about uh, oh my god so such a good movie uh but he's uh he's a wonderful human being i love him i love him dearly uh chris if you're listening to this i don't know why you are but we should be friends and i liked everybody hate chris a lot and terry cruz is one of the best so anyway i'm gonna end this episode it's been too long and dallas is currently losing a football match so against the Arizona Cardinal birds. Uh, I don't know how horses lose to birds. So anyway, we're going to end this out. Uh, it was great. If you like this and you like my voice for some reason, good for you. Why don't you head to www.cpluscomedy.com for a whole bunch of other things like news, reviews, features, interviews, and videos. <laughs> 
and stuff. And, uh, you know, just a whole bunch of things that you should enjoy that I, that I like. Uh, you can also go to our uh, YouTube page, youtube.com slash C plus comedy. I changed it up on you guys. I didn't do the Twitter yet. I do I do this first. I do this first. Uh, you should definitely go to the Twitter page. <laughs> YouTube page. Go to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash C plus comedy. And you can watch a whole bunch of stuff. Stuff? I was going to say shows. Stuff. Like the show, The Constitutional. Nope. This is what we're recording. The show News Time, which is a weekly news show that I do in my room in front of a, a black sheet of uh, bedding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that part. I've never said that part before. <laughs> Go watch it. It's great. Uh, this week's episode, it's a weekly show. I Hopefully I never miss a week, knock on wood. I haven't missed a week in a couple of years, knock on wood. Uh, and it's a, it's a great show that it's, a, it's, a, that it's about this week's episode. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so tired. This week's episode is about uh <laughs> you spend hours editing and <laughs> this is what comes with it. This is what you remember. It's uh it's about oh <laughs> I'm the... <laughs> Oh Jesus. It's about Hulu and Amazon getting all of the 90s sitcoms and streaming them. So Hulu got TGIF this Friday. They're getting TGIF shows, Full House, A Different World, uh, all those good, all the good shows that you like. And then Amazon has already had Carsey Werner shows. And so those shows include Third Rock from the Sun, Perfect Strangers. I think that was TGIF. I don't know. Anyway, Roseanne. Uh, so, so just a wide swath of shows. Uh, and I basically I go through how those deals came about uh, or actually rather how they how the deals worked out after they came about. And then I did an update to a movie pass story, the movie pass story that I did from about a month ago. So you should definitely check it out. It's a wonderful episode of news time. If I do say so myself, not that many mistakes. So that's pretty good for me. Uh, there's also a documentary series called odd comedy on there, but I haven't done that in months and I will get to it. I hopefully I pray I've got two whole scripts written. I just got to shoot it and I just got to have time to shoot it. But you know, sometimes I got to do, Constitutions. Listen, this is going on way too long. So I'm just going to go ahead and say follow us on Twitter at C plus comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Continue listening to the podcast and be sure. Thank you. Uh, for Thanks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to. This is. Okay. But, oh, you know what? Hold on. Listen to the end of this episode. I completely forgot. I had an interview with uh, Kurt Brownoller and his wife, Lauren Cook. They have a podcast out called Wedlock. Uh, go ahead and stick stick to the end of this podcast and listen to part of that interview that I did over the phone and then go ahead and read the interview, which will hopefully be out tomorrow, maybe Wednesday at the latest. Uh, but it's a podcast called Wedlock. It's on the Audible Network. They just talk about their first year of being married. So uh, go, go just listen to this. Okay, thanks. Bye. What do you hope that listeners take away from the podcast as a whole? I think that... what. I think that I think it's just like there's just like an endless well of of interesting places to explore between in a relationship between two or more people. You know, I say or more just for the polyamorous people so they don't get mad, but mostly <laughs> for two people. So you know, like this is really we always say it's a show about relationships, uh, and it's not about marriage or anything like that. And you know, like the 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 biggest. Space really is the space in between two people.
And so I think that there's just like so much to be explored there and kind of excited to do more. It's a real relatable topic to everything we're talking about. I mean, we talk a lot about past relationships we had before we got together. We have we have a very different dating history, which is kind of how we decided we wanted to talk about this because we were coming at our relationship from two really different places. Um, Kurt's been a serial monogamist for the majority of his life, so he's had like three really, really long committed relationships where they lived together and stuff like that. And I was the opposite. I had never lived with anyone before I met him, but I had like 700 <laughs> sort of much, much shorter relationships. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I feel like all of, all of this is just a great conversation starter. I think no matter who you are, you will relate to some aspect of what we're talking about and sort of feel like, <clears throat> oh, yeah yeah, I know about that, or I, I felt that way once, or, you know. But I think that's my goal, is just for people to feel like they can relate to this and realize how all relationships and ending of relationships and being alone, all that stuff is, we all share so much. We all have had the same experience at one time or another. 